Welcome back to the Rick and Daffs Podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here unscripted and raw. It's been a long time, Yes, Daffs. It we, has been a long time. We took a little bit of a break. We did. It is. the holidays. It is December 30th. We have three episodes to do today, Should and we, we are coming in with it with that Kanye West dragon energy. Yeah. Sure. I don't know what that means, but I know that we have three episodes to do today. It means that because, we're... damn it, we're going to finish the season before this year is out. And tomorrow we're just going to drop all three so that season, what is it, season four? Season four. Season four ends on a just a crazy, crazy marathon of podcasting. Season and, four and no one has stopped us yet. We are tenacious and we are doing every one of these episodes on the first take. That's the goal. And uh, there will be a season five. Yes, there will. I mean, who even knows what will happen then? I would like to have you design your own test tube babies <laughs> and also a NFL foreign exchange student program. Uh, there's a lot of ideas. We've been, you know, using the overarching themes, mm-hmm. you know, for this particular season. Um, and that was great. But I think that we're both really ready to get back to uh, some old school stuff. Just off the wall, anything you come up with on the drive over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the drive over. Or the, the thoughts that provoke you. That's what uh, I do. Like pros and cons of lightsabers, mm-hmm. a zombie horde versus Dwight Schrute, mm-hmm. uh, sports mercy rules and regular life. I mean, these are just some of the crazy ideas that I've come up with in the last couple weeks. Um, <laughs> so, but we have... A job to do in this realm we do we are on. finishing up the elite eight and who do we have today rick well we have some contrasting and comparative styles mm-hmm. um we've got voldemort versus nero mm-hmm. in a pretty interesting matchup i I'm not sure how that one's going to go. I think it's going to be pretty good. And then we're going to have a total, like, comparative... That was the other one. Contrasting styles here with Mr. Monk versus Cruella DeVille. Yeah, that's going to be a slugfest. It's going to be very interesting. Both definitely very different fighters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some really unique uh, plans here for Mm -hmm. both of them. Uh, We'll see what happens. Um, And that's for the right to go to the final four. So it's going to... Two of these four are going to be moving on. Who do, you, who do you have, just your gut reaction? Who do you think is going to go? My gut reaction is Voldemort. And I know I think initially I had said Monk. Yeah. And I think that might be wishful thinking because I think Cruella DeVille has some tricks up her sleeve. I think she's more, I think she's, her evilness almost trumps out Monk's, like, inability to do things. Oh, it just depends on what job they get. Yeah. You know, to a certain extent, this is just... A spin of the wheel. It is a spin of the wheel, and <laughs> we should start ourselves off. Who do you want to start off with? Well, I think, uh, you know, we've been going with the uh, top seeds recently. Yeah. So I think uh, Voldemort versus Nero. I'm all about that. Probably a good way to get started. Um, just a quick reminder, before we get started, if you haven't been listening to these episodes, you are probably super confused. Absolutely. And you probably want to go back to the beginning of the playoffs, um, where you can probably at least jump in. But, I mean, ideally, you would have listened to all this. 
because we've been building up to it since January. Of Absol- last year. Absolutely. And if you are brand new to the podcast, this is not the one to join in. <laughs> this is not the uh, blink episode of Doctor Who. You need to go back and listen to our five way army and cloning episode. That's a great way to dip your toes into the Rick and Daff podcast. See what is going on here? If you like that, then stick around. If you don't, hit the road, Jack. We don't need you. Yeah. Pound sand. That's what I say. <laughs> And I think that this episode, these episodes are just going to get progressively crazier for those of you who are also marathoning along with us. Oh, yes. By the end of it, Daffs will probably be wasted drunk. Yeah. I'll be trying to keep him on track from singing sea shanties. And I'm also doing push-ups because I lost a bet. Yeah. And what so, bet was that? Do you want me to tell? You can tell. I bet Stacy 500 push-ups that you guys would be having a baby girl. And you were wrong. And I was wrong. You were having a baby boy. Congratulations, Rick I'm and Molly. Adding to my legacy, <laughs> of which is already quite sterling. I mean, procreation was just another in the long line of uh, accomplishments. <laughs> my favorite, whenever someone says, we're pregnant, I go, oh my gosh, who's the mother? And everyone does like a weird double take. Like, wait, what? Who's like, the mother? Cl- clearly the one who's pregnant. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. All right, so we are starting off with Nero and Voldemort. And as always, well, actually not as always, as has started. Yes. We are doing, this is a random job by the, determined by the spin of the wheel. And we have some doozies on here. Yeah, we still have palace guard, um, captain of the palace guard, sports referee, sheriff. Pope. <laughs> Did, yeah, Pope. I mean, that's that's going to be a crazy one. 911 uh, operator. Yeah, I'm telling that you. Turned out, that turned out to be a really good one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got, we got random jobs. And then we've gone back to the patented MIST scale, mm-hmm. which stands for misery, mm-hmm. inconsistency, Status, which is inverted, yes. the lower your status, the higher your score. Yes. And danger due to your boss's negligence or incompetence. Yes. Um, you don't get points just for being in a war. You get points for your boss not caring about your life. <laughs> slash sending you into horrible, dangerous situations because he's an idiot. Um I think that's all we got to say on the matter. Huh? I, I think so. I all think right. we should spin it. You want to spin it or should I? I think you should spin it. Okay. We're going like... to be doing a lot of spins today, so yeah. we're going to break this up. Yeah. Right. Your gonna, spinning gonna arm is going to get arm. tired. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Who do we have? So today? this is for Voldemort and Nero. Who, what job will they be doing? They are going to have head chef. They'll be the head chef <laughs> at an illustrious five-star Michelin yeah, uh, in, something or other. Should What location should they be? Should it be, they be in Las Vegas? I was literally thinking Las Vegas. That sounds great. Because so isn't that where Hell's Kitchen is? I think so. I th- it's either that or L.A. But we have, there is a we're Hell's essentially Kitchen. thinking of Gordon Ramsay's job yes. like on Hell's Kitchen. Because he is still the worst boss in my heart. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to get over that. But I just hate him so much. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna find I'm gonna find some like weird uh, video tape of you getting just like kicked by Gordon Ramsay or like him driving past in like a super nice car splashing you with mud. I don't know. I got you, the hate sweats. I'm, just, I'm dripping right now. You just hate him so much. Not to be confused with the meat sweats. No. Which is what some patrons of this establishment will probably be getting. Yes. Um. Okay. So let's go through this. Do you want to start with Nero or Voldemort? Nero um, is the lower seed, so should we give him the right of like first passage through this maze? You know, I almost I almost feel like the opposite oh. because I feel like in order to even it out, 
you kind of have the uh, the first top seed to kind of warm us up. Yeah. We get some good ideas going by the time we get to the second uh, seed. That way they're not idea. an automatic disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Voldemort. Because Voldemort was a uh, top getting, top vote getter. Yeah. Yeah. For his region. He uh, was. He was an overall, not overall, but he was a one seed. Yeah. Um, so it'll be going up against Nero. So Voldemort is running Hell's Kitchen mm-hmm. as the head chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's talk about this. What do you think this is going to be like? It's going to be horrible, horrible. Can you imagine someone who doesn't care about your life, only wants power, also only prepare- wants to go and there, and now he's preparing your food? Yeah. Can you imagine? But is it a contest? Is he running the contest? I'm imagining it's like it's like a head chef in one of those ones where it's like yeah, there's like there's some publicity about it. It's kind of the Gordon Ramsay show. Yeah. So, like, are you are, are we contestants? Sure. Okay. So Voldemort is the boss. Jeez, he's just going to be torturing us. Oh, literally torturing you. And can you imagine trying to keep a straight face when he says this smells strange? When he's got no nose, uh, you can't I, even crack a smile. He'll kill you. I think I'll be too tired and in pain to like be able to even crack a smile in the first place. He'll literally have Nagini in the thing, just yeah, like, right, with like a, a sous chef shaped bump in its stomach. I could also see myself like maybe he just decides that he's going to eliminate a contestant before the night has even started, mm-hmm. and you just open up a bowl or like you open up a big pot, and the within the snake is in there, and she just. Uh, Bites you. Yeah. And as we found out, I think from that Harry Potter movie, right? Mm-hmm. The recent one? Yeah. That that's actually a woman? Yeah. it's. I'm, that's actually I'm, quite tragic. I'm not entirely sure how that all works. Yeah, it's quite it's quite scary if that's the case. Yeah. You feel bad for her, but... Anywho. The, the one thing I will say is that, at least in Hell's Kitchen, in the original one with Gordon Ramsay, you know where he's at. Like, he's walking around, he's there... Voldemort has this thing where he like is across the room and he sweeps up on you all of a sudden. That alone would be like t- terrifying when I'm cutting onions and here's like the- he just like comes up. Okay, here's the thing that I think we need to decide. Is he going to be like if he's actually doing this job, like is he torturing us is, or is he not? Like my question is, is he like are the t- let's say he's got this job? Are the TV producers? Yeah, go ahead and kill the contestants if you uh, on your whim. Or are they like, okay, this is on TV. You can't kill anybody, but you can be as terrible as you want. No, I'm thinking because I'm, because if you if you hamstring everyone with it, all of a sudden it being on TV, it really makes things like people people like Monk would have a huge advantage because they don't kill people. Mm. That's part of the bad part about working for. Voldemort there, is that, that he you, might you just randomly kill you. You can't take away that danger because that's going to, you know, ruin his stats later on. I would say that they're like, look, you're a bad boy. Mm-hmm. We know you're a bad boy. We, we, we want that. Give our, him a viewers, nose. <laughs> our, our viewers need to see the other side of Voldemort, though. You are a head chef. This is the way you're taking over the world. Oh, so you're, you're, you're culinary. You're, you're trapped in the muggle world. What are you going to do? So he's trying Action. to get. So he's trying to get power. Yes. By, uh, <laughs> he's just as power hungry and delights. dangerous. Okay, culinary delights. So he's trying to build a string of of uh, empires. Yes. The Las Vegas is just the the next one in a various step absolutely of uh, of culinary empires that he's building. Same thing's going to go for Nero. Nero is going to be like literally first Hell's Kitchen, next Caesar's Palace. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm moving down the street. I'm taking back what's mine. Um, okay. Uh, so first things first, I think that he's having a lot of competition that has nothing to do with cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's also wanting you to prove your loyalty to him. Yes. So like, he's probably got you going out and like stealing something or putting yourself in grievous danger mm-hmm. and, or, and, or like, uh, confessing to a crime for him. Yeah. And then he just breaks you out of prison and puts you back into the competition yeah so you probably have no idea what's happening and you're just like not sleeping very well and you're occasionally going to jail or being tortured Mm. and then like some of the time you're cooking and it's just more about like being able to manage this situation rather than your actual cooking technique like how strong of a uh, like willpower you have to not just like break here's what's going to happen you're going to show up and you're going to come back from from your homework that night and you're going to be like all right chef uh i have collected a quail's still beating heart the hair of a young boy (laughs) and a locket that somehow makes everyone cry whenever they put it on not sure what that's about uh what ingredients is this for? He goes, we're making porridge. And just puts all of them in his pocket. And you're like, that's, 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 something's happening there. None of that belongs in porridge. And he's not even putting them in. I also think, well, but he's also, you hit on something that's probably right. Is that you're probably not, you're just cooking potions. Yeah. You're not even probably cooking food. No. I mean, maybe some of you are cooking food sometime just for his personal use. Probably. Um, and also you're probably some of those potions you're putting, you're making potions that are edible and giving them to the rich and famous yeah. so that he can then influence his and will upon them. I'm thinking that some death eaters are going to be coming into the shop to oh, like 100%. eat and like then they might also like stab you or torture you and mm-hmm. like you're just like their slave. Yeah. So misery, I'm, I know that we have a bar that's set pretty high and that's mm-hmm. the Willy Wonka bar. Yep. Um, but I feel like this merits a five. It's it's. About I can't a- imagine a situation in which I I'm pretty sure I'd just commit suicide if I'm in this. Yeah, horrible. This is a contest I don't want to win. You're you're, you're really <laughs> only metric he's going to measure you by is how useful you are and how loyal you are. And the thing is, is he's going to at least the loyal, but the lo- he's kind of like Hitler in that way where the loyalty way outweighs the usefulness. Mm-hmm. Like if you are just super loyal, but you suck at everything. Like, look at that one loser weasel guy yeah. that turned into a rat. Yeah. Like he got he like never got killed despite being an utter idiot. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you can't even commiserate with your own. Uh, competitors. Or well, like he teammates. can raise your mind. Well, not only that, but also everyone's going to be out for their own. Yeah. So there's going to be sabotage left oh, yeah. and right. Because it's life or death. Yeah. And so there's not even like a team that you're on. Like you might, you might be divided into teams, but every single person's out for themselves and is trying to destroy They all you. have like really offensive names too. Oh yeah. Like you're on the mud blood team mm-hmm. and then you, you're on the Hufflepuff team. Yeah. It's just super offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think this is I, I can't quite say it's slavery. I 
I'm going to go with a five, even so. I'm going to go 4.75. 4.75? I mean, there, there is, there is, you're worried for your life. You're constantly looking over your shoulder. Everyone's out to get you. It's horrible. I feel like it is slavery because you can't quit. It's, I you mean, can't quit the contest. Yeah, he'll probably kill you. Yeah, so I'm going to call that I'm slave. Stu- I'm still going to say 4.75. How could you not call? Willy Wonka is not as evil as this. No, but Willy Wonka, well, I don't know, man. Willy Wonka went out and like literally kidnapped people. That is true. Um, I feel like like going to a uncontacted island, stealing people, and then convincing them everyone in the world not to kill them, he's your only savior. That is like as bad as it gets. Yeah, that's really true. I mean... I, there is a reason why there is the WWPI. Yeah. So, I mean. At least in this one, you know the outside world exists and you're on TV. <laughs> all very true. Four okay. 4.75 for me. All right. Inconsistency. This has been an area where he has scored average. Yeah. Not. I mean, you expect him. You expect him to be a little inconsistent. You expect him to be. Uh, a little zany and off the wall, but his whole power behind everything is that he is a driving force and that he's going to like, just he's, he's bringing it and you know that he's evil. It's not like he's good sometimes, which will like make you confused or whatever. Even when he likes you, he's bad to you. So I think, I think I'm Frank and I can only give him like a three or a 3.5. Um, yeah. I think this is what kind of, broke him down before is that yeah he could be inconsistent and he could just like he's not gonna but that's the thing is he's always gonna be terrible to you there will never be, he will never not be terrible to you i i will say this i'm gonna change i'm gonna go at least 3.75 i will say this because you don't know what you're doing that day you're showing up to work and you could be going out and like trying to like get random potion things or like he's gonna send you on a field trip to like where you could die, or you could be like you're in the kitchen today, <laughs> you know you're making yeah. potions. So you really don't know. I so- don't think, but see that, that you don't know what you're doing for work, but the torturing and being treated terrible is a consistent. So yeah. I'm actually only gonna go two point five. Okay, I'm gonna go three. Three. Okay, so that's a five point. No, yeah, five point yeah, five. Five point five. I literally just said I wouldn't go lower than three point seven five, but you convinced me. <laughs> That, that's how fast I'm convinced, guys. Um, he folds like an umbrella under I'm, the most minimal pressure. <laughs> I, I hold up under severe under question. <laughs> Not questioning, just question. <laughs> Did you do it? Yeah. Pressure coming down on... Okay. <laughs> Rick's singing. It's going to be a good episode, guys. All right. Status. Status. Uh, I'm on TV. You're on TV. But I'm also being tortured on TV and humiliated on TV. And if I even survive, people are just going to make fun of me. Probably the Twitter trolls are out. A bit, but I kind of feel like the worse the season is, the better the ratings are. Mm. And so, assuming you live, like, you're you're going to be... The thing be... that's hard about this is imagining Voldemort actually sticking to this script and, like, you getting a job and not just, like either ending up everybody's dead or him just being like, screw this, and just tries to take over the world. Yeah. This is what's hard about this job in particular. Yeah. Because, like, I think world domination is just so much... He's got a Napoleon complex. Oh, yeah, totally. And, like, I just... I feel like even if, like, he was just, like, a security guard, he would just be, like, abandoning his post to go, like... (laughs) 
Kill people. Kill people and <laughs> take over the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, status. I, I, I'm thinking. I feel like this is almost like watching the Hunger Games. Yeah. So I do feel like your status actually would be fairly high. I'm thinking 2.5. I think it's kind of in the middle. Because I think if you survive, I think you're like a martyr slash a hero mm-hmm. for living. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the Hunger Games. That's how I'm looking at this whole thing. <laughs> the it's chef like, that lived. <laughs> yeah, you're the chef that lived. Um, so I'm going to give it a one. A one? Yeah, because if, if you survive, like you are a national hero. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going to go 2.5 because I feel like I feel like you could literally be as much of a joke as you could be like a household name. Well, depending you on how you could play that, totally. But I don't think anybody's gonna. You're never gonna be hated. Nobody's gonna hate you. No. They're like that loser was terrible at cooking that uh, homemade tomato baked soup, and he was killed. Mm-hmm. That screw him. They're like nobody's gonna be like, oh yeah, screw that guy. He sucks. Yeah. They're gonna be like, wow, you were that guy that was on that magic torture cooking show. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. Did your arm ever grow back? <laughs> it didn't. Oh, man. I thought that was all camera tricks. But, yeah, uh, right? Wow. <laughs> I think they would have given you some, like, arm grow back medicine. I mean, maybe. Okay, Hopefully. so so 3.5 for status. So that's kind of a bad score. Uh, danger. Off the charts. Off the charts. Uh, it's a perfect five for me. Yep. I don't even Same have here. to think about it. He's yep. torturing you. Um, you're getting like, who knows what, like, uh, weird missions he's sending you on. You we're, might end up fighting your, like one of your co-competitors with steak knives. Working in the original Hell's Kitchen was not a zero for danger. So when you put like the evil Lord who must not be named in front charge of it, like right? it's a five. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a straight five, straight fives all the way across. <laughs> okay. Moving on now. Nero is at the helm of our kitchen. For those of you who may not remember, Nero was a Roman emperor uh, in the early uh, early BCs. I want to say in the fifties B, or sorry, fifties AD. Excuse me. Um, But to be honest with you, I can't quite remember because it's been so long since we did his original episode. But the big thing about him is he made a horse a senator. He would lock people in to listen to his poetry, which was very like you weren't supposed to be doing that in the first place, uh, let alone him reading poetry was also like kind of frowned upon because he wasn't supposed to be into the arts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tried to have his mother murdered like six or seven times before he finally succeeded. Burned down some of Rome while he played the lyre, supposedly, and uh, then built a giant statue of himself that he called the Colossus, which mysteriously disappears sometime after his death and is never spoken of again. Yeah. I, see, oh, and on and on the place where the the uh, Rome burned down, he just happened to decide to build a massive palace. <laughs> yeah, I did not realize the Colosseum was was named because of the Colossus. That yeah, did, I found that you, out when I went to Rome. You you told me that, and I was yeah. like. That makes so much sense. I didn't know that either. I, like, it seems like a thing that you should know. You would imagine, right? But I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, uh, Nero. Um, I'm thinking it's very much like the Voldemort thing, but it's more like up close and personal. Like, he's like up in your face, and he's maybe he's got one of the kitchen knives rather than a wand. He's not mm-hmm. torturing you from afar. Maybe he's just threatening to stab you. 
Um, for some reason, he's probably got the sous chefs are not very good at actual cooking, but they have clubs <laughs> and they're very like they're following him around, like keeping him safe because he's always got to have guards around him at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's like a weird Bates Motel situation where his dead mother is in the closet. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely thinking that he is much more interested in rubbing shoulders with the elite uh, clientele and than, Vol- them, than Voldemort is, and, and reading them his poetry. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking he's trying. He's he's trying to uh, he's trying to hustle and uh, you know work his magic by talking to the you know important people and being like i am the best you guys should talk about me and how great i am listen to this poetry (laughs) he he locks the doors of the restaurant (laughs) Uh, he used to do that actually in the theaters he would lock the doors so nobody could leave yeah and he would listen yeah you're right so you'd be fire code alone is super dangerous (laughs) the one good thing about this situation is that you're actually probably making food because his goal is to impress all the famous people that are there yeah so you probably are making food the bad news is, is if you make something that's bad and it's raw, they you death penalty. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he kills everyone. Yeah, and and he he only keeps you around as long as you're useful. So I think there's still a lot of infighting. Maybe not as much infighting as with Voldemort, but I think it's still a lot of a lot of infighting, a lot of loyalty based uh, promotions. Yeah, definitely a lot of loyal. Well, but there's probably a more of a performance element in it because it's like, oh, this guy's kind of a jerk. Maybe I don't like him, but he did make that really good souffle that mm-hmm. Bobby Flay liked. <laughs> Bobby Flay, think of the souffle. Yeah, Bobby Flay liked that souffle. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and like former President Carter was here, and he enjoyed those green beans. So you get to stay you're mm-hmm. in my good and then he'd like give you like a gold like a gold bar randomly mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you screw up the next week and your one of your children disappears that's <laughs> it would thing. be that kind of like a crazy situation <laughs> that's the thing he really went like just wild he would just like enslave you and take your property and you're like uh what okay <laughs> that seems a bit overboard for a game show <laughs> but okay so, or yeah. reward you with like a new home yeah. <laughs> on the on the beach. It's it's literally your opponent's home. <laughs> like you just like, yeah yeah. Uh, you you are married to his wife now, and that's uh, your family. What I'm what, not what happened to him? <laughs> Don't ask questions. Are you my loyal servant or not? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> so misery for me is still high. It's not quite as high. The thing about Nero is there's a lot more like. Uh, that I like about Nero is that there's a lot more room for comedy. Yes. <laughs> Where, because he's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so misery is definitely nowhere near as high because I do feel like there will, I mean, you'll still be miserable. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not in like the same danger and I'm not being tortured all the time. No. And, and I feel like if I actually am a chef, I could probably do a decent job. Yeah. I feel like you get to flex your chef muscles a little more. Definitely. I don't necessarily think that even the losers are killed. Like, they might be killed if they really screw up. Yeah. But if you don't really screw up, then you might be spared. I imagine he'd have as much fun humiliating you as he would killing you. So there's a good chance that if you screw up and you, like, really just make it awful, he would, like... Yeah, like you're, you're call you out into the middle of the um like thing, and then like stop everything that's happening, and then give you like a dressing down yeah. in front of the audience, and 
pour this man's terrible borscht over him. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you're just like drenched in your awful soup. And then you yeah. have to grovel. <laughs> but like you're happy to do it because he's not going to kill you. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, it's me. I am the worst chef ever. Yeah. Please, do, please spare my life. Oh, oh, great one. I am not worth the sword stroke of such a fine establishment. Are we all just going to stand here and watch this? <laughs> I'd probably watch that TV show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking uh, Misery. I'm thinking it's like a 2.5 to a 3. I'm going to give it a 3 because, I mean, I'm definitely still miserable at times. If I'm having, like, hot soup poured on me yeah. and I'm embarrassed. And, I mean, like well, I said, if soup. I do something, well, okay, <laughs> fine. Whatever. <laughs> I just wanted to throw some factoids in there. It really is. I'm just, but I'm just saying, if I could have like hot soup, pour, boiling soup, oh for sure, me, or like whatever. And who knows? Like maybe I do something wrong. Like I don't grovel enough to him, mm-hmm. and like yeah, he like kills my mom or something because that could happen for sure. And like yeah. m- then makes me bake her. I don't yeah. know. I'll go, I'll, I'll go three. I'm gonna go with the three and a half, um, which is still a far cry from the five. It I is Voldemort. Um, but 6.5. 6.5. So he's starting off a little bit behind. A little slow. Inconsistency, though, is where he's really going to shine. Oh, yeah. Because he is legitimately insane. Yes. Like, he made a horse a senator. Textbook. We I should mean, have things named after this guy. Nero complex, I think, is a thing. Is it? I mean, it probably was until Napoleon came along. <laughs> what, 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 what do you what do you imagine would it be? Probably <laughs> Napoleon complex would be kind of the Nero complex. Probably borderline personality. Oh, definitely. Along narcissism. with narcissism, paranoid schizophrenia. Definitely, definitely. I mean, just a just a maniac. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he tried to kill his mother many times. Yeah. Um, the my, one of my favorites though is he like invented some boat that would fold up while she was <laughs> riding in it so that it would sink. But what he somehow didn't take into account is that his mother could swim. She's quite the strong swimmer. So she just swam to shore and was unharmed. <laughs> and he couldn't just like have her like taken out and executed because yeah. that would be like it had to look like an accident. <laughs> so <laughs> because having your boatmen like work for a month on building a boat that will collapse. <laughs> his very elaborate plans. Less. Well, I think suspicious. he tried to poison her and like see that would be the other thing is I would be afraid that I would just be randomly serving people poison. <laughs> yeah, you're one hundred percent an accomplice. One of his political enemies, I just serve poison without realizing. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways. Um so <laughs> sorry, I just I just imagine him being like, "Yes, bring out the soups for this table." No, that apple, but apple goes to him. Wait, that bowl or that bowl? Come here, taste these. And you're like, I, I, "I'm pretty sure that's the right bowl. I don't want to taste which one to figure out which one's poison." <laughs> right? Um. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, inconsistency. He, I can't. I can't justify giving him anything less than five yeah. because he's literally. I mean. Made a horse senator. He made a horse a senator. He is actually insane. Yeah. Five. Insanity gets five. So that's ten. So this is where he starts to make up ground. Yep. So he's got a ten. I really am, like, I can feel like this could go either way. It, it's it's back and forth. Quite uh, the volley. Status. Again, on TV. You would, you would do better, I I feel think. like I would do a lot better. With Nero than with Voldemort. I agree. I think think that your status would be higher. You could probably actually remain a chef and get a chef job afterward. Well, 
I don't, weirdly, I actually think it might be less because if you survive the ordeal with Voldemort, I feel like people would respect you more than if you survived the Nero one. Mm -hmm. I feel like they would still respect you, but it would not be the same. They would be like, this guy's hardcore. He survived the Voldemort Hell's Kitchen. They'd be like, hey, that guy's hardcore. He survived the Nero Hell's Kitchen. But if you like had to be on one, I'd definitely go on the Nero one. Oh, yeah. If, if I had to choose. Not that either one is great. But I'm just saying, I feel like you get more like love from the public for mm. being on the Voldemort one. Maybe. I think your jobs after, though, because you're, you're flexing your But we're not muscles. talking about enrichment. We're talking about status while you're on the show. Yeah. And the ratings would be better with Voldemort. Well, if it was, if it was still on the air. <laughs> they have to cancel it halfway through the season. There's no more contestants. Everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it just me or have they changed that guy whose name is John like three times? I mean, you're still on TV. So yeah. uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of instances where we gave really low scores. Um, I'm going to go like two. I think mm, I'm also going to I'm going to go two as well. I'm going to actually go 1.5. Okay. So it averages the still so a 3.5. 3.5. Um, because I feel like just being on TV is probably a two. Mm-hmm. But being on this TV show, mm-hmm. probably a little bit higher. <laughs> So wouldn't it be high? Wouldn't higher be more points? Be more points because no, they're less negative points. I thought it was more points and they're more negative. Po- yeah, because I'm more popular. Yeah, so I get less points. That's why I went with one point five. I thought it was the opposite. I'm still keeping two. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Danger. Uh, it's not a ten. It's not a ten. Uh, but I feel like it's high. I feel like, like you said, I feel like you were saying. You can have this guy's house. He's dead now. Don't ask questions. 3.75 or 4. He might just, in like, a new contestant might just join, and it might be a horse. And then that horse might kick you. <laughs> or it might be just a guy with a sword. Yeah. He's like, and in this challenge, the first one of you to run through that wall uh, will, like, win the challenge. And the last one to run through the wall will be stabbed. <laughs> but that's a solid wall. Well, then... You'd better get running. <laughs> I also imagine that he would literally lock the doors and break oh. all the fire codes. There's a good chance that you just get burned up. You have a horse that's just like kicking over hot oil. <laughs> right? I mean, there's a horse in the kitchen. Uh, you kill the horse or you hurt the horse, then you're going to die. There's just It's a lot of bad situations. Um, I can't give it a 10. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go 4.25. Okay. So, so 8.25. 8.25. Now, this is a really close one, Daps. Yeah, you're going to have to actually do the calculator. I'm going to have to do the calculator. The estimation I don't think is going to be doable. If, what? I, if I had to go gut, though, if I had to go gut, I think it's Nero by a nose only because... <laughs> Because the nose. I, I got it. I, I didn't. I, I didn't mean to make that joke until I was halfway through it, and then I realized how clever I was. Incidentally, um, but uh, I think Nero wins it only because his inconsistency score helped out so much. You think that, so? That would be my guess. All right. Um, okay. Jeez. Yeah. I am calculating right now. 
Contabulating, as Ricolus would say. Also, I don't think grievous is a word. I think I've just been saying that word. No, um, great grievous is a word. It is? Grievous will you, harm? Will you look it up? Because <laughs> I don't think it's a word. I think I've just been saying it. Grievous. Of something bad, very severe, or serious. Oh, great. I've been using it exactly right. Although you might be using it incorrectly because <laughs> it's like how people say, I feel bad. And you're like, no, you feel badly. <laughs> Grievously is actually the oh. the adjective, I believe. So would you like to know the answer? I would. Um, it is very close. Voldemort. Voldemort win? 28.75. Oh, 28.75. That's not enough, I don't think. Nero. 28.5. Oh. 0. 0.25 0. difference. 0. Um When it's this close, we have to go to the judges. So the judges are us. Yeah. I think in this case, because it's not a tie, who would you least want to work for? Definitely Voldemort. Me too. So I think that Voldemort should go on. Yeah. He, he, he has the win, and I literally think he's the worst boss. I think it's the in. He's not going to score well on inconsistency. That's his Achilles heel. Yeah. Um, in all of this, yep. um, whereas Nero is the champion of inconsistency, yep. um, but he is just so horrible that it's it's kind of even though the scores are close, um, I feel like we need to re the the call is confirmed. Yep. <laughs> we went to the replay booth. Ruling on the field stands. The ruling on the field stands. Uh, technically, it's confirmed because that means that we see proof of the correct call. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Oh. Um, if it stands, that just means they can't overturn it because they don't have right evidence. Gotcha. At any rate, there's no way I would much rather work for Nero. Not to say that Nero, uh, that, or sorry, that Vol- that he's a good guy. No, he's no, not. No, no. But it's like the lesser of two evils yeah. by far. Yeah. Um. So, Voldemort, Voldemort moves, moves on. on. The, he's the number one seed in the land of tyrants, mm-hmm. and uh, he will be moving on. Um, your thoughts? I, I, I feel like that's the right choice. I do, too. Um, these scores are getting close. They are getting close. I think we probably need to stick to our point fives though, in the future. Yeah. So that we don't have this, like, .25 score. I, I almost, You're okay with it? I almost disagree because I feel like Maybe. that is the reason why it's so close <laughs> is because sometimes people really are. Just that little bit. Just that little bit worse. Right. Well, you know what? You've convinced me. <laughs> you and I are just folding left and right. <laughs> <laughs> I fold like an umbrella. Uh, so who will be going on to face uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Voldemort? Mr. Voldemort. Mr. He Who Must Not Be Named. Um in the uh, in the final four, I'm I'm thinking Monk's going to go for it. You think that's, Monk's going to mostly because I really like shall Monk. He, sa- he shall sally forth. And you know, I really haven't seen that many episodes of Monk, but I still I've fallen in love with him. Um, well, he's going up against the our last remaining female contestant. Mm-hmm. She's carrying the XX banner. She is, um, and good for her. Exactly. Lean in. Lean into it, as I say. Um. <laughs> She will be going up against Mr. Monk. It's Cruella DeVille. All right. You ready? I am. Without further ado, I shall spin the wheel. (laughs) Pope. So. They get to be the Pope. Cruella DeVille is the Pope. (laughs) I feel like this is swinging wildly in Cruella DeVille's favor. There's no way that power goes to her head. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 
All she wanted was a pretty coat and a hat, and she's going to get it. <laughs> I don't even think she wanted the hat. She just wanted no. the coat. She just wants the coat. Um, wow. If you thought the Pope looked like a pimp beforehand, wait until right. it's a woman with a Dalmatian coat and hat. Right? Jeez. <laughs> Well, in some ways, she's a very progressive candidate. Huggy bear, eat your heart out. All right. So, um, like I said, she's a very progressive candidate for mm-hmm. Pope. I think we might as well start with her since um, we're already on the topic. Yeah, I feel like uh, just from my we'll see how this all plays out. But I just feel like this just swung in her direction. Yeah, there's um, definitely an advantage for her uh, because she knows exactly what to do with power and yes. that's abuse it. Yes. Um, whereas Mr. Monk is. Well, who knows? His inconsistency and just inability to make a decision might crumble the entire religion. Okay. He has more to destroy it, for sure. Yeah. But you just handed the most evil woman in Disney, arguably. I mean, puppy murderer is about as bad as you get. Ursula is pretty bad. She's pretty bad. So steal your soul. This one will kill 101 puppies. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. That's pretty bad. And I feel just, like at 40 puppies, you're even with a human soul. If, if even that. I feel like the. we won't go into the overthrow element, but I mean, there would definitely... See, the thing that I feel like about her is that she would definitely be overthrown. Whereas Monk might not be overthrown. I don't, I don't know. It depends on how strictly the church takes the whole, you are the mouth and... and, and you know, representation of God kind of thing. You just handed the most evil woman in Disney a multinational, like, powerhouse institution. Like, there is nothing that she. She's really can't a throwback to the old popes, really. She is. <laughs> and Where they would just become pope by, like, bribery and then just, like, basically rule Rome with, like, an iron fist. And she's going to lean so heavily into the glitz and, for the, and glamour. And for those of you who are wondering what I'm talking about, there was legitimately a pope that said, well, Queen Elizabeth is a Protestant and really not qualified to be queen because of uh, the ma- marriage that uh, her father had to her mother was. Uh, not not uh what was it validated by the church so you can go ahead and kill her that's totally cool um any any catholic who wants to murder the queen of england uh you're absolved of your sins so that's just a that's just one minor example yeah of what what some of the old school popes were doing so i think she would really fall into that category good i i will say there is a legend of pope joan Supposedly, a, a woman who was in hiding uh, as a man became pope, and it was not revealed until she gave birth. This was in the Middle oh, Ages, what? 13th century. Oh, so she would only be like the second female pope. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. Her, her story first appears in Chronicles in the 13th century, but she was believed to be pope from 80, uh, 855 to 857 AD. Wait, so, so she, what? Yeah, it's the 9th century. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, we we don't know. Apparently, she was stoned. Um, <laughs> you can't you can't give birth as a pope and then be like, wait, you're a woman and you just had sex clearly nine months ago. Mm. Well, just because she's a woman, the popes were all getting around. Yeah. I mean, that's the big hypocrisy of, yeah. the, of the Middle Ages of popes. <laughs> but yeah, it's the Middle Ages. I mean, she we, was we, the, we the, all knew how this was going to end. Any, but so she wouldn't be the first one. But potentially she'd be the first one not to be stoned. Hopefully. Oh my God. She would, she would murder everyone who picked a rock up. All right. So let's uh, talk about this. Um, one, 
I think we're going back to old school ways. Yeah. Um, she is consolidating power. Mm-hmm. I don't think she necessarily cares about a lot of stuff as long as she's getting gold. Yeah. Um, Money, Everything wealth. that's supposedly free, like when you go to the Vatican, is now like charged like three times as much yeah. to do anything. Yeah. Um, there's probably shakedowns <laughs> happening. I, I imagine that she would probably stay in the Vatican and she'd have... Just, it'd just be like a mob boss, yeah. essentially, is what she'd be doing. And I definitely imagine her obsession with like the finer things in life would end up being this weird turning the Catholic Church all around the world into a like, you're going to bring me the rarest and finest of animal skins and feathers and money and whatever you got. Because I think she's still going to be a fashionista. She's still going to want to dress like to the nines and be crazy. And so she's probably going to be like, yeah, a toucan feather. Never heard of them before. I'm wearing them all now. I got a coat of them. It's great. Yeah, that's a good question. Is she Pope now or is she Pope like back then? I think either way it would be fine because the Pope, the Catholic Church was huge. I think I'd like to see them be Pope in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Because I just feel like the Pope had a lot more like political power and it's just more interesting. There's a lot more political power, but you don't have South America involved. Uh, yeah, they do. Because they basically ravaged South America, like the Spanish. I thought Middle Ages was like 1500s. Okay, fine. We Well, no, they were still over there. I mean, in the 1500s, yeah. Yeah, but Six, like... We can go 1600s if that makes you happy. Yeah, it would. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, because that way I can have like conquistadors and those kind of things. You so, know? yeah, she's sending out conquistadors. Um, she's definitely trying to essentially crown herself queen mm-hmm. of something. She'd mm-hmm. be like, well, well, I'm also, I have political powers, but also I'm just taking over this whole region and good luck stopping me. Yeah. Um, the, what is it? The Habsburg Austrian empire is probably mm-hmm. not too happy. Holy Roman empire. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're the only Romans. She's like, not so fast. <laughs> well, and like Henry the eighth was in like, 1550, 1530, something like that. Yeah. So like, so like that's right around the time when like the, you get a lot of political power in the church and people would rival you. Ooh, I like the idea of her being the Pope at the same time as he's breaking away. Right. Cause she would be like, Oh no, this is not happening. (laughs) And then she would like raise an army and take it over there. And for sure. And the thing is, is so many of the, the militaries had such a huge, uh, I mean, just connection with the church because that's how mm-hmm. they rationalized all yep. their like horribleness was that we're doing it for God and country. Yep. Suddenly, if it's just for country and God's like, "Hey, don't do that," you're yeah. like, "Oh, ooh, mm. that caused a lot of problems in the even like just the French Revolution where the Pope was like, "This is wrong," and it actually like it caused backlash. And mm-hmm. then all those people that were like, "Hey, this might be wrong," got executed mm-hmm. <laughs> for questioning the French Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> the French are like, "I don't know what's." <laughs> What what's going to be stronger, the French spirit or Catholicism? Well, unfortunately, the thing that was stronger was the guillotine. <laughs> All the way up till 1970. Yeah, the last person to be executed in France. <laughs> Same year as Star Wars. Just nuts. <laughs> that just shows you how great of an invention it was. Very effective. Well, and honestly, if, like, if, if I was on death row and I knew for a fact I was going to die... I would definitely have it be the most ridiculous, elaborate thing, just so it would be televised um, and stuff. So, yeah, so th- we're going to knock these dominoes over, <laughs> and these dominoes are going to go into this water balloon. <laughs> this water balloon falls down and hits this switch. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Long story short, like 20 minutes later, you've escaped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's just watching this machine. Yeah. <laughs> Rube Goldberg machine. And behind it to the end, wait, where, where did he go? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he actually, you designed it so that it would actually unlock you halfway through. <laughs> if you could if you could pick your own way of death, be like, atom bomb. <laughs> They're like, you can't do that. Like, nope, it's in the rules. You said I can pick ask, anything. Like you're gonna have to bring me out to the bikini atoll in the middle of nowhere and get me an island and a mai tai and I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> or they just probably just stick you in like Utah, probably <laughs> Nevada, man. Nevada was ravaged. Yeah, is it Nevada or Utah where like almost Something all like the that. state belongs to the New federal Mexico, government? Mexico, maybe. Like I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's, it's one of everything. them where it's like federal land makes up ninety percent of the state. It's insane. I don't know. I know New Mexico, they dropped some bombs. Anyways, we're way, way we're off way track. Off topic. Good thing good. the Vatican does not have nuclear bombs. That's all I'm saying. That we know of. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, um, so she's the Pope. And we are like the head cardinals or whatever. Yeah, we're like people directly well, under I her mean, influence. I feel like I'm kind of miserable, but I also feel like she's letting me get away with a lot of crimes. Oh, yeah. Like, if I want to just be, like, kind of like a mob boss and, like, just set up my own racket. There's zero as chance. As long as I give her a cut, she's probably cool with it. There's zero chance of you getting in trouble for corruption. Like, I'm selling black market Bibles. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're like, oh, all the things from uh, South America we're bringing over? Well, yeah. guess what? Now I'm getting cut of that. Yeah. We have orchids. We have chocolate. We have everything you could want. <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. I'm definitely selling like tons of like uh, like uh, this rock here. That's um, that's a charm for mm-hmm. uh, $60. <laughs> what? <laughs> $60. What's a dollar? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> start the beatings. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I... How do you judge that? I think misery, it's not that bad. I actually don't think it's that bad either. As, as crazy as she is, I feel like... She lets have a lot of autonomy. Yeah. Well, She's not a micromanager. She does. And the thing, too, is, is like, is it... What, what's his name? Herbs and Foster or um, Gromit or what's the, the... the Her two... Horace and Jasper? Horace and Jasper. I was like, there's that something in there. They were clearly idiots, and she let them do a lot of stuff. For sure. And they were doing things that were considered like illegal and bad. Can uh-huh. you imagine if everything they did it was sanctioned, and they could do it out in the open instead of like middle of the night? That's true. They'd get away with She'd be everything. Like, I, as the Pope, declare that this is perfectly fine. I don't think that misery is that high. <laughs> yeah, actually, probably not. Um, wow. That, I did that's, not. Not, that's not how I thought this was going to go. I'm going to only give her... Uh, two? I'm, yeah, two. Because I'm raking in dough. I mean, she's probably kind of mean. Yeah. You could probably lose your job me- at any moment. Meaner than average. She might have me killed. Yeah. 2.5. I'm good, too. But I'm also getting rich. I'm yeah. grifting, grafting. I'm grifting and grafting. Grafting, I believe. Grafting. The- and uh, past perfect participle. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So 2.5 for me. Two. So, so four point four point five all together. That's not that good of a score. In consistency, though, she's gonna she's gonna bring it back a little bit. Well, she's definitely a heavy drinker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's for sure. Yeah, she uh, changes her mind on what she wants well, all the time. Does she? Because that movie basically all she wants is those puppies dead. Yeah, I mean that that's pretty consistent. She's but pretty like goal oriented. But she was like, "You go ahead and do all this," and then she was like, "That's it. I'm doing it myself." And then she just goes out and like, I mean, and she's constantly like. Deciding she's going to try to kill her own people. I mean, she runs them off the road. 
Like that's true. I mean, she's just she's all over the place. Yeah, the thing is, uh, when she loses her temper, you just have no idea what's going to happen. No idea. Um, so, like, maybe she loses her temper and just stabs you. She could kill you. She could send you to South America. Be like, but guess does what? That, You're going to the middle of nowhere. Does that increase the misery? Uh, I kind of factored that in. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow, you just didn't seem to care that you were going to maybe potentially be exiled. I mean, maybe, but also, I'm going to be so rich, I'm just going to own half of South America. <laughs> That's true. So, inconsistency, I still, I'm going to say it's like a three? I'm going to give 3.5 because I just feel like she might fly off the handle at any point. Yeah. Okay, so 3.5 and a three? Yeah. 6.5. Jeez, not good scores. Not not, not the high. Not good scores at all. Not what we've come to expect from you. Oh, goodness. All right, status. I'm working for the Pope. That's easy. That's a one. One. I don't think that's going to change for either I person. I think that's going to be the same for both. Yeah. Uh, danger due to incompetence slash not caring about human life. I will say that she will 100% start a war. If she's in the Middle Ages, yeah, but as believe me, in the but church. me as like the as like a cardinal or whatever, I might just like surrender. And they had like a way too much um like respect yeah. for like uh people of the cloth. So yeah. like I might just be like, "Oh, I'm a man of the cloth. I never raised a sword in anger." And they'd be like, "Okay, you there, you can You might get locked up." Or like like maybe like exiled to another land yeah but maybe not even that so i'm gonna go with three because she might kill me but i don't think that i would get killed by yeah so yeah. three for me i'm thinking i could probably insulate myself a little bit from danger mm. if i'm really a cardinal i'm gonna go 2.75 2.75 yep and i said three I said three. So 5.75. 5.75. We flew through her. We, I, I think that's what we need to do. I think Pope is such an easier one to just line it up because we know the job so well. It's true. It's true. Everyone kind of has an idea of what it is. Mr. Monk. Mr. Monk. Um, I think that he would really, really shy away from giving speeches, which is half of what the Pope is supposed to do. <laughs> and going out and kissing people. Oh, or like yeah, laying the hands on. Can you imagine him... <laughs> Having to put a wafer cracker on someone's tongue. <laughs> it would never happen. Or having people kiss his ring or he, whatever. He would hesitate nonstop. Uh, yeah, it would be pretty bad. But what is the misery, though? He literally would just want to stay in the Vatican. He would do almost nothing. I mean, I wouldn't be miserable working for... Well, no. okay, I take it back. I would be miserable, but not in a way that, like... It would be like a regular job miserable. Yeah. Like not in like a terrible, like I feel fear for my life or my safety. I'd just be like, man, this is painful. Every day, this guy is like afraid to be touched by the people and they think that he's cursing them and he like goes up and he like can't give a speech and it takes forever and he's having nervous breakdowns. As terrible as that is, you're essentially just managing him. Because if we really are cardinal, yeah. like we're saying, you'd have a lower priest be his day-to-day -day person to bring him food and talk with him and be his assistant. How you're not this? an assistant, here's, cardinal. Here's the other thing um, that we kind of touched on previously when we did him. You would not, I would not be able to steal or do a lot of the stuff because he would, again, notice all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's got a really high moral caliber. Yeah. Which is actually not that great for a pope. <laughs> Well, not that great for a Middle Ages Pope no. when everybody was stealing <laughs> no, and, like, killing people. And it was like the Pope was all cool. Although I will say, I will say this. He, as a Middle Ages Pope, 
um, being a germaphobe would 100%, you would live so much longer. We talked about this, though, with him as king. I yeah. mean, but then again, like, to see that what, what helps him in this situation is he wouldn't actually have to fight a war as pope because the pope isn't usually expected to do that. No. I mean, I think some of them did, but, like, they didn't always, and they weren't expected to, and like the have, way that a king would be. And you'd have such cleanliness in the church that you, honestly, people would probably be like, wow, they must be doing something right. The plague isn't hitting <laughs> half of these guys. Right. Um, I would be, I'm going to give it just a two for misery. Yeah. Because it's just, like, regular misery, but I can't graft and steal like I would. And even if I get caught, he won't kill me. Yep. Yep. I'm thinking two. Okay, so four. Man, some four scores. Yeah. Four scores. Um, we should have had him be 911 operator. <laughs> I can't imagine. That would be terrible. He would never be able to give you Ugh. any instructions on CPR. <laughs> just go ahead and put your mouth on. Okay. Uh, just, do you have a handkerchief? <laughs> no? Uh, um, mm. <laughs> Is there blood? Please don't tell me there's blood. Oh, there's blood. Oh, God. You just hear him vomiting in the background. <laughs> What am I supposed to do? You can't hear anything. He's just vomiting. Um, inconsistency. This is where he shines. Yeah. Uh, and it's not because he's not, like you don't like your your test is I, what it, what am I doing today at work? Mm-hmm. You would know, but his like consistently being unable to make decisions mm-hmm. would drive you insane. Yeah, you would essentially have to run it for him, but he would pull the reins back. Every so often. So you really can't be too autonomous. I'm going to give him a three and a half because it's not like Nero inconsistency where like dangerous people are being brought into the Mm -hmm. situation or like I might just get randomly killed. Mm -hmm. But it's still super inconsistent because he can't make decisions. Yeah. I'm going to go 275. What the heck? So what's that? So that's a a 6.25. All right. 6.25. 6.25. If our math's wrong, someone will correct us. Right. Months from now. <laughs> Months from now. When they actually listen. <laughs> Status. Uh, again, I it's think it's pretty open and shut. One. That's a one. Yeah, so it's a, a two. two. Uh, danger. Less. Considerably less than with Corella. And I think it's just due to the nature of being the Pope. Yeah. Because he's not expected to be a violent individual. No. Even back then. I you, know some of them were. You could be. But you weren't expected to be. Yeah, like where his he got a lot of danger points because I think the last time he was king, mm-hmm. and when he was king, he was gonna have to fight a war eventually. Yeah. and you knew that if he was in charge of a war, you were gonna die. You were going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I just just I mean I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying for argument's sake, if you really have that weak of a church because you have a weak pope. How much of Henry VIII and, and people like him are just taking over your entire institution? And then you're kind of going to be really under their power a whole lot. Well, I guess that could be true that maybe like if there was like a holy war, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I don't think that he was ever leading the troops. You know, the Pope no. never was out there on the front lines, which is, I think, where he got people killed previously. Yeah. Because if he was, if he's just like a figurehead who's just back in his like land telling people not to fight and like whatever else, they'd be like, oh, that's the Pope doing his Pope-ly duty. <laughs> um, I'm going to go stab that Protestant in the heart and God will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so danger is pretty minimal for me. I'm just going to give him like a one. Yeah. One. Yep. I agree. So um, that's two. 
And this is pretty open and shut. I don't even really need to look. Nope. Corella. Corella Deville it. is moving on. Um, she knows what to do with it's power. It's more of just a question of what the points are. Um, let's take a look. I'm going to say she's got a lead by six points, if my estimation is correct. Your guess is definitely not. Six points, you say? Yeah. Will you bet me more push ups? No. <laughs> I have so many to do still. Actually, at our next break between episodes, I'm going to have to crank out like 100. This was actually a very low scoring match. Yeah. Like, this was a defensive battle all the way. Jets versus Browns. This was like a West Virginia versus somebody else <laughs> who also doesn't score many points and just plays intense defense. Uh, let's see here. Uh, for Let's see. Uh, oh, geez. Well, it wasn't quite as the blowout like of six points, but it was 14.25 for mm-hmm. Monk terrible score yeah, just awful. really bad and then Corella Deville scored an 18.75 again not that great no. um really both suffering from uh status and then Monk just had no danger points at all um and even the misery score was pretty pretty poor um which tells me that Corella Deville would make a pretty great pope <laughs> I think she'd be a great pope <laughs> um so now our uh, final four is set. It is set. So what do you think, Daphs? Um, we're going to have, we have Hook versus Tobias. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, the undercard, Voldemort versus Corilla Corilla Deville. Deville. Um, and Corella Deville was a four seed. So we have two four seeds in the final four. Um, two of the lower scoring. I Let's see. She was overall number 14, 15. 13 going in number 13 going in that's impressive that is a huge punching up um and tobias was overall number 15 going in um so we have let's see so the overall number one seed versus the overall 15 seed in tobias funke and hook and then uh voldemort was overall number three seed going up against the overall um 13 seed so we have we have like some blue bloods and we have some upstarts we do what do you think the chances of a cruella deville tobias final are i don't think it's that good i think it's pretty much zero i think i think it's one or the other i don't think it's both i don't think any i think voldemort's got a real shot here he does Um, he does he's got a solid shot we're getting into some serious like this is the end of this um any surprises like, is there anybody that you thought would have gone further? Anybody that you are surprised they eg- exited so quickly? I, I kind of thought Vader would probably be final yeah, four. I, I kind like of felt that um, I agree that Kirk would have gone a lot further. Me too. I was surprised he did not make it further. I was really surprised that Tobias has become kind of the Cinderella story of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of interested to see if his run continues. Um, so. That's a quick preview. Um, tune in in like a second for when this episode is over for the next episode of the final four Daffs. The final four. Should the we uh, four. should we just start putting uh, stamps.com advertisements in our episodes until they actually sponsor us? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've listened to so many podcasts lately and I'm like, 
ours is better than this. Ours is like better designed than this. The flow is better. The topic's better. And yet they're like brought not, to you by Postmates and stamps.com. You're, you're not biased at all, though. No, but there's been, there's been three that I've listened to lately. And I've been like, what is this? We have gone out of our way to not have any advertisers telling us what to do. Because they definitely would not have wanted us to do this topic with the Pope. No. But this is rogue radio, so we don't care. We we are pirate radio. I will go under a pseudonym if I have to keep the show afloat. <laughs> There's nothing that can stop me. All right. So next up, the final four. I'm Rick. I'm Daphs. And we will see you in a second. <laughs>